Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This question is from uh, Joe Ostrowski at 670 to score. Earlier this month, Las Vegas Casino started offering drive-through services so Nevada residents could set up mobile accounts with sports books. Is that under consideration at Illinois casinos? So customers will have mobile betting points to go to It is, and we're working on that. And we're also working on the ability for people to do it in person somewhere, to sign up for the app to allow them to bet. You're listening to The Joe O Show on 670 The Score. A lot has changed since that question was asked. Uh, apparently, I've got to submit another question. Hey, when are we going to get mobile betting, Pritzker? At the Illinois Gaming Board meeting, it was their first meeting since January due to the, to the pandemic. The last couple of meetings were canceled. The next one is on July 30th. But uh, for what we're looking for, for what we care about, you're not going to have to wait until July 30th. Maybe I won't even be monitoring the next IGB meeting. Here's what happened today, okay? I'm listening. I'm waiting for the sports wagering section. They're flying through this thing. Like, this whole thing was wrapped up in about an hour, and I was listening via the the IGB website. It's available to anyone if you're interested next time around. So they get to the sports wagering part. They go over the seven casinos that have applied for a sports betting license. They rifle through all of them. And they also went over some jobs at some of these casinos or or in these sports books. Not really part of the story. Uh, They approved four-year master sports betting license for all seven Illinois casinos that applied for a license. Now, you may remember in March, Rivers Casino in Des Plaines, Argosy Casino in Alton, Illinois, both had sports betting not not even for an entire week before everything was shut down. They were operating on a temporary license, so they didn't have the the master sports betting license. Seven of them got approved today. So these places will have sports books for years. So these will expire in June of 2024. Rivers Casino, official, Argosy, an official one. They had temporaries before. Here are your five others. Grand Victoria Casino in Elgin. Hollywood Casino in Aurora. Hollywood Casino in Joliet. If you're downstate, Casino Queen in East St. Louis. Paradise Casino in East Peoria. All seven of those casinos now have a master sports betting license. The issue is you can't go in there to register in person, right, due to the pandemic. They're not open in this phase yet. 
the three racetracks that have applied for a license were not brought up. And according to the Illinois Gaming Board website, Zero Sports Facilities, to surprise no one, Zero Sports Facilities, meaning Wrigley Field, United Center, Allstate, if they're going to be part of it, don't know that they will be. None of them have applied for a license, according to the site, which shouldn't shock anyone because we don't know the next time we're going to have a sporting event with thousands of fans. So what else does this mean? The penalty box starts. That means the online-only websites, your FanDuel, your DraftKings. Uh, you may recall when this bill was passed last year, there's something called the penalty box. They've got to be on the sideline for 18 months. But don't get too upset about that because the the hot rumor over the last couple of months is FanDuel and DraftKings are trying to get around the penalty box by purchase, purchasing the majority of a casino or a racetrack so they can operate in Illinois. So we have these uh, seven licenses go out today to these seven casinos in Illinois. So what does that mean? Executive order comes out from last week with Governor Pritzker and he says we're going to nix the in-person registration due to the pandemic because you can't go in the damn casino and register in person. So you're going to be able to do it on your phone. So does that mean that I can sign up today and I can register with any of these seven casinos? No, it does not. There is no mobile betting yet. Yet. So there's a lot of confusion, I swear. Uh, I was hearing from so many different people on Twitter that are interested in this, and so many people were confused. So I was able to get in touch with some people at the gaming board, and they got back to me. They were able to explain it a little more clearly. So they mentioned, as we know, two licensees had retail wagering, right? The two that opened in March. And as of today, the board said that zero licensees have requested to start mobile betting and they don't have a timetable because it's up to the casinos. Once they clear all these protocols and then they request mobile betting, then they dot the I's, cross the T's. They don't have to have a vote by the gaming board. The ad administrator has to approve it. I know, it's a, I don't want to lose you here, but it's a lot of, you know, administrative stuff they have to go through. The bottom line is, today, these casinos aren't ready. What's going to happen is Rivers Casino, I think, will be the first sports book that you can download the app on your phone. And I, it seems like you'll be able to do it quickly. So I think back to March, people worried, are you going to have it by football season? I would say yes. You're going to have it for football season. Based on some people I was talking today, talking with today, you might have it next week. So there's just one more box that needs to be checked, right? There's one more thing. Greg Hines of Cranes put it this way in his story. He said it could be days, could be days away. There is one final hurdle to leap you clear that hurdle and then you have mobile sports betting in illinois and it's it's actually better than what we were going to have right because with the executive order that came down from pritzker last thursday 
it removes the in-person registration during the pandemic. So now we're just like some of these other states, once it launches, we're just like some of these other states where you can download it on your phone and you ha you don't have to go in. I mean, you better believe that part of the reason is the state needs money so bad. And that's why you're going to continue to hear these stories. Other states around the country legalizing sports betting because all of those that were on the fence or they, they've been discussing it, there's some bills floating out there. They're going to try and pass these bills because they need money. California, it sounds like they're pretty close. Uh, Ohio, close. All of these states in the Midwest, almost all of them, aside from Wisconsin, I think they're going to have legalized sports betting. Wisconsin is the only state with an NFL team that doesn't have a bill. They have nothing, no movement. They're like Utah right now. But we're going to wake up in a year and it's not going to be a half because that's coming probably this year. We're going to hit that halfway mark and we're going to surpass it. In another year from now, it's going to be 40 plus states that have legalized sports betting. And then it'll just be the point like, okay, what are we holding out for? The last couple. What are we doing here? Because they need the money so bad. So that's the information that I have. I'm trying to think if I missed anything on this. It could be very, very soon. Uh, coming up at 8.20, he goes by Captain Jack Andrews on Twitter, does a great video series. He knows much more about this than I do. He follows the legalization of sports betting throughout the entire country, so he knows what's going on. He knows, is this a good bill and how long this is going to take. It's actually pretty close um, he made the prediction last year when he joined me on the score and he was guessing March madness and he was right. Like none of us knew COVID-19 was going to happen and everything was going to be closed. But I was there doing a midday show with Lawrence Holmes, the day sports betting launched in Illinois at Rivers Casino. We were sitting there and describing the scenes of the people talking to the bookmaker over there. It was a lot of fun. And then later that week, everything stopped. But he was on it. We were going to have sports betting, multiple locations, before March Madness. And then none of that ever happened. So the news out of today, you hit these four-year master sports betting licenses at seven Illinois casinos. Uh, that's, that's some good money. <laughs> Each of those licenses costs between 5 and $10 million. So uh, that's a good hunk of change for the state. And the racetracks are on the way. There have th been three that have applied for a sports betting license. And then I think at some point, it'll probably be next year. I would have guessed later this year, but now who knows. I'll guess next year the sports facilities will get involved. Um, if you listen to Tom Ricketts, they don't have any money. So they better have sports betting at Wrigley Field when they have uh, people there, right? So they can get some cash. Jerry Reinsdorf was involved with the legalization. Uh, he went down to Springfield to talk to some of the lawmakers. I would bet that. You're going to see one at the United Center. You're going to see one at 35th and Shields as well. Not this year. Um, we don't know how much baseball we're going to see. You know, fans are going to be there, most likely, anyways. So maybe next year? 
you would think we have a vaccine by then, right? Hope so. Hope so. So if you have any questions uh, for Jack Andrews, who joins me coming up in just a few minutes, text them in. 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. He is the uh, foremost expert in this field. I'll check in with Jack Andrews next about what this means for Illinois and when are we going to be able to pull up our phone, download the app, and bet on sporting events. I'm watching the PGA Tour today. So we're getting closer and closer. They uh, inched up the start of the NBA regular season, the eight-game regular season. They moved that up a day to July 30th. NHL on the way. Baseball at some point. So when are we going to be able to bet on all of this stuff? That is next. You've got the Joe O Show, 670 The Score in the Radio.com app. Joe O, night 6 to 10. I've just given you a few of the details what happened in the gaming board meeting today. The virtual meeting, because that's how we conduct all of our meetings. I was able to listen in. I uh, gave you a few of the bullet points on what happened. But let's get some more details from our friend Jack Andrews. He joins me on the Alpamonte Ford Hotline. Shop over 500 new and used vehicles at Alpamonte Ford in Melrose Park. Follow Jack on Twitter at CapJack2000. How you doing, Jack? I'm good, Joe. It's good to be talking to you again. Yeah, I think one of the last times we spoke on these airwaves, uh, I was trying to squeeze a timeline from you, and uh, we were just taking a wild guess. It is Illinois. Gaming's very slow. Uh, But I do recall you mentioning March Madness, and you were on it. We just didn't know that there was going to be a pandemic, which is going to shut everything down. Rivers Casino and Des Plaines uh, opened right before or right as those the conference tournaments were starting. Yeah, March Madness turned to March Sadness, huh? It really did. How about it? What have you been betting on? Uh, you know, I've kind of been laying low. Uh, you know, I tried my hand at a couple of these minor sports. You know, I'm here in New Jersey, and uh, they've been they've been bringing out just about every kind of minor sport you could think of, ping pong, baseball from Taiwan, baseball from Korea, uh, so on. Uh, but, you know, I, I just really wasn't able to kind of get into these sports too much. So I've been uh, working on a YouTube channel, putting out some content, trying to teach some sports betting education for people. Good. I uh, I have seen that. I want to ask you some questions a little bit later on in the conversation about that. Uh, so most of our listeners, I, I've been talking about this meeting coming up for a while. It was the first meeting they had since January, since the last couple were canceled. I, I was expecting a lot of movement. Uh, didn't know that executive order was going to come last week. Uh, they want to know, do, do we have mobile betting? I heard last week we're going to have mobile betting in Illinois with that executive order. Uh, what happened? What what do we need to know about today's meeting? Yeah, you, you gave a great recap here a few minutes ago. Um, and the only thing I'll add to that is it does appear that we're just down to procedural approvals now to uh, permit mobile betting. But one of the hidden things from today's meeting was there was a lot of people that are still left on the bench here that haven't had their applications approved. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we still only have two management services that have been approved in Illinois. And so in order for you to have a mobile application, you need to have somebody who's managing it in the back end. Uh, So really, even if you do get mobile betting in the next week or two, it's only going to be Bet Rivers or um, 
the the Argosy and Alton there. Um, yeah. And both of those are going to be a Canby shop on the back end. So they're going to be have this, probably have the same line. So really you get one set of lines uh, if you do get mobile betting within the next week or two. And you would expect that Rivers will be the first to launch. They were the first sports book to launch back in March. And uh, let's be honest, they have the most power. Yeah, you know, and here's the thing with Rivers is, you know, they're using Canby on the back end. And Canby has always prided themselves on being first to market, having all their ducks in a row, getting the approval first. Uh, they did it in New Jersey. They did it in Pennsylvania. Uh, so I have no doubt the Rivers will be first. And, uh, you know, the product is, is pretty slick, so it's not like it's a bad product. Um, but it'll definitely be Rivers first to market. Uh, I, I was thinking about this earlier in the week when the Indiana numbers came out for May. And the headline is, while factual, DraftKings, FanDuel dominate the market. I mean, you're used to this. You see this in New Jersey. Uh, I believe they were at 80%. Um, you can correct me in a minute. Uh, but they were at 85% for May with the little handle that they did have. That That's not going to be the case. With first to market uh, would you expect the uh, the Bet Rivers app to just dominate, or will it be close? That's what we've seen in other markets, Joe. Is whoever is first to market really scoops up a first mover advantage. We saw it in New Jersey with DraftKings; they beat the market by about two to four weeks, I believe, back in August 2018, uh, and they dominated the New Jersey market for a while until FanDuel got their app going and kind of ate into the their lead. Uh, that's what we're going to see. We're going to see the Rivers app probably be the dominant app in Illinois once they launch. And some of these other applicants, uh, you know, July 30th, I think, is the next board meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to have to sit on the bench until then, and hopefully they get approved then. And that means maybe they're doing a mid-August, late-August launch. And, you know, by mid-August, late-August, we have a lot of sports that are converging. We've got NHL, NBA, might even have some preseason NFL. We might even have some baseball. So really, that is the time when these operators want to be on board and, and rolling is by August. And, I was you know, and one, I'm go sorry, ahead, Joe, Jack. Go ahead. Oh, well, no, one I, more thing is, yeah. you know, the governor's orders there of the mobile uh, registration, that supposedly expires once the pandemic emergency expires. And that could be, you know, by early August. So they, these applicants might miss out on that little bonanza that, that people like Bet Rivers are going to take advantage of. So I was wondering if these other casinos would have to wait until the next board meeting in July at July 30th, because uh, I alerted you to this. The uh, IGB got back to me today, and they said, you know, they've got to be in compliance with these rules that are set in place. But it says um, it's got to be approved by the administrator. So do they have to wait until July 30th? Does a vote need to take place? For the other applicants or for the mobile right. betting piece? For, um, for the mobile betting piece, I should say. Right. So the mobile betting piece, if it, if it goes the same way it has gone in other states, is uh, it just needs to be certified that it is – valid and working and there'll be a test period really what the state wants to to do is is test out the uh geolocation the geofencing in of illinois and that technology has really come leaps and bounds um i have no doubt that the geofencing piece will pass all of their tests and they probably just want to make sure there's 
various quality controls in place and the applications are, you know, hacker proof and things like that. So once they can kind of get at that rubber stamp, um, they should be good to go. Now, what we saw in other states was that's about a maybe a two to three week process. Um, but the one thing I've learned in watching Illinois is uh, <laughs> double everything. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Joe Ostrowski with Jack Andrews. He's an expert in this sports betting industry. He's on Twitter at CapJack2000, a terrific follow. I, I suggest that. Um, so, yeah, Rivers opens in March. Now we're sitting here in June. There, there was a lot of frustration today because people were hoping that they were going to hear uh, that mobile betting is good to go, and you can get the Bet, bet Rivers app on your phone immediately, even though we don't have a lot of sports to bet on. Uh, but just looking at it three months later, and you take in the pandemic as well, is that slow, or three to four months, is that normal? Well, a lot of these applications were submitted in February, and it was very curious that, you know, there was there was a a gap in the meetings already scheduled to happen in um, a couple of the months. And then they just canceled the meetings in two of the other months. So it's been like three or four months since the board has met. And, you know, I followed along today as well, and they just seem to be flying through like they just, (laughs) they had had somewhere else to go. Um, So I, I'm not, I'm kind of surprised as to how slow things have moved. You would think that they would expediate some of this stuff uh, in order to get it, through during the pandemic. But uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like they have, you know, too much desire to fast track this. Many of us were critical of the Illinois bill due to the tax rate and the in-person registration. Now for a period of time, the in-person registration is thrown out the window. Now, when you look at the Illinois setup, is it that bad? Well, a lot of the operators seem to have already kind of factored in how they're going to deal with this. Uh, you know, and you, you look at the locations of those casinos around the state, and they're they're largely in population areas. It's not like people have to go far out of their way to get to three or four casinos, you know, outside of Chicago, or if you're trying to draw in the St. Louis crowd, uh, you know, down down further in the state. So this mobile registration is definitely a bonanza for some of these operators that were operating with some of the smaller casinos or smaller racetracks. Um, But it actually hurts some of the others that were kind of counting on their location as to drawing in more foot traffic. Um, You know, one comes to mind is that Hawthorne racetrack points Mm -hmm. bet was planning on getting a lot of the Chicago foot traffic through there. Um, And now it looks like, you know, they're going to be on a level playing field with everybody else. So uh, we look at how, um, some of the management services provider. I don't want to, to lose the audience, but basically some of these companies that have applied, here are some some of them. We've got Penn, that's the Argosy, and there's a chance that Penn will have another one. You just mentioned PointsBet is set up with Haw- Hawthorne. Rush Street is Bet Rivers, but there's going to be a William Hill. Um, there's probably mm-hmm. going to be a FanDuel and a DraftKings here. When you start to look at these companies, entering the Illinois market, uh, what do you think? So there's going to be a lot of the names that people have heard. There's probably going to be a Barstool sports book in Illinois at one of the Penn Gaming uh, places, probably uh, Hollywood Casino in Aurora. Um, William Hill sports book, that's a popular one. People go out to Vegas, they see a lot of William Hill sports books. Uh, That's going to be at the Grand Victoria. 
Uh, there's going to be an MGM sports book probably at the Paradise down by St. Louis. And uh, FanDuel, you know, and here's the thing, Joe, is FanDuel and DraftKings aren't shut out of this market. They just have to make a decision as to do they want to work with somebody and not associate their name with it, in other words, not have that brand recognition but still be involved, or do they want to purchase a racetrack, that's what's pretty much for sale, uh, and then you know be able to brand it whatever they want to brand it. Um, so I, I think we're going to see FanDuel probably purchase a place. DraftKings um, might you know, either purchase a place or they'll work in conjunction. DraftKings already has a deal with Caesars properties. And, you know, Caesars has two properties there that were approved today, the the two Harris properties. So, you know, you could have like, uh, you know, Harris Metropolis with the DraftKings Sportsbook in it. Um, it's just not the DraftKings brand name splashed everywhere. So there's, there's still ways that they're going to get involved. A lot of people that do daily fantasy, they were so upset about this penalty box. And what we didn't know at the time is there's a way around this penalty box. And you just detailed that, talking about buying a casino, maybe buying a racetrack. Uh, so they're going to be in the market. Do you think when it's all said and done, if we were to fast forward through at least one football season, that DraftKings would be in the lead like they are in most every other market? I think it's very likely that DraftKings, FanDuel, maybe even PointsBet will be the three major names at the end of this NFL season. Uh, they'll find ways into the market. They're going to have popular products. They're going to have brand recognition. Um, you know, really that that uh, that penalty box rule hurts the the more the smaller competitors. You know, somebody that's an innovative product that wants to come into Illinois, there's no way into that. The, the, the barrier of entry is way too high. The penalty box will stifle that as well as the licensing cost. So, you know, in a way that, that does sort of hurt the consumer, but at the same time, we do have a lot of choices in Illinois. I think that's the prevailing feel-good message here is that there's a lot of places that people will eventually be allowed to bet and be able to bet in Illinois. And for the consumer, that's good. Competition breeds innovation. When the four major sports are back, after uh, the hit that we've seen on the economy this year, how popular will sports betting be? You know, it'll be interesting to see because, uh, you know, how how is everyone's pocketbook and, and wallet going to be post-pandemic? You know, do we come out of this and everyone's still got a job or, is you know, they're going to have massive unemployment? Um, discretionary spend is going to be a wild card. Now, if people come out of this and they're still okay financially, then yes, it's going to boom because people just are going to want to have that distraction. And, you know, betting on your distraction is even more fun. Um, mm -hmm. But if people come out of it and they're, they're hurting, then, you know, historically we've seen that gambling in any form takes a hit when discretionary spend is reduced. Uh, Jack, I'd like to uh, share some lessons from some people that, that know a whole lot about the industry. Uh, last night we had Jeff Sherman on from the Superbook out in Las Vegas, and he was talking about price shopping. I, I saw the video that you posted the other day. That that was Oregon, right? It kind of went viral? Yes. Okay. Yes. So can you tell the new bettors some things that they should watch out for that probably they haven't even considered yet? You, you know, for a new better, I think I think line shopping is the first and best thing you can do. You know, download all of the apps you have available to you once you have the full, you know, 
complement of applications there in, in Illinois. Download them all, shop around. You know, when, once you have a game you want to play, find the best price. It's worth your five minutes of time uh, because, you know, you're, you're, you're adding percentage points to your long-term gain or you're taking percentage points away from your long-term loss if you're not a winning player. Uh, I think that's, that's the key. Uh, and enjoy yourself. You know, don't, don't gamble with money that you can't afford to lose and, uh, you know, view it as, as an entertainment expense because when it comes down to it, sports betting is actually one of the best bang for your buck when it comes to gambling. You know, you can play a hand of blackjack and that, that hand of blackjack is over in, you know, four seconds. Uh, mm-hmm. You can make a sports bet and that lasts for three hours. And, you know, if you can stretch your dollar across three hours, that's, that's a pretty good deal for the consumer. Tell us about the video series. So, right, I've been doing these videos on YouTube. Uh, when the pandemic hit, I decided I needed to find something to occupy my time. And I decided to learn some video editing. And uh, it hasn't been an easy road. But <laughs> I put out some educational videos on sports betting. And these are meant to be evergreen. They're meant to last long beyond the pandemic. And it's topics like uh, five ways to work smarter, not harder when it comes to sports betting or five ways to uh, increase your your experience when you're at a sports book. And these are various tips and tricks and things that can people can do. Um, I even have some math hacks in there. People, you know, don't like the math side of sports betting, but, you know, I kind of break down how to convert odds to probability and things like that, which sounds terribly boring on the radio right now, but I hopefully make it as uh, something that's entertaining to watch. Um, and you can find those on YouTube. Just search for Captain Jack Andrews. Uh, I'll be the only name that pops up. If you stop at Captain Jack, you're going to get a lot of uh, Johnny Depp, <laughs> but Captain Jack Andrews. And uh, uh-huh. hopefully it's worth your time to check them out. I think you'll be a smarter sports better uh, from watching uh, some of the stuff I've put up there. Do you have a favorite guest or two that you've had? Uh, you know, I've had some pro betters on. Uh, in the past, and we did lo- sort of like uh, a virtual happy hour. You know, you, that's all the rage right now. You get the Zoom happy hour going. So I yeah. did that with some professional sports bettors now that we all have the time. And uh, so I did one with uh, bettors uh, Spanky and Rufus Peabody, two well-known professional bettors. Um, mm-hmm. And it was very popular. People asked us all kind of questions, uh, had a few drinks, and, and it was a good time had by all. Very good. Both of those guys uh, are out there, too, with some podcasts. Uh, you can definitely learn a lot. Anything else, Jack, that we have not hit on that you think is uh, pretty important? I, th- I think we get on most of it. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's going to be good in Illinois eventually. It's just how long is it going to take to get there? That's the question. <laughs> and how many other states are you going to have to watch pass you by until you guys become the king of the hill, which Illinois eventually will become the king of the hill when it comes to sports betting in the U.S. Wow. Yeah, I had uh, Mike Roselli. He covers this. Uh, the industry a little bit from the Illinois angle uh, earlier in the week. And and he thought if they can get this going and you have the mobile betting well before football season, he thought Illinois could lead the way as far as handle goes in 2020. Absolutely. You know, Chicago loves to bet. We all know that. Yep. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, Jack Andrews, appreciate all the knowledge, man. Thank you so much. Great, Joe. It was great to talk to you again. He's on Twitter at CapJack2000, a terrific follow if you care at all about the industry or what's happening in some of these other states. Anytime I have a question, I reach out to Jack because he's got a pretty solid answer. He'll at least do some of the research and figure out the answer. So I hope you learned something there.
eventually it's going to be really, really good. If you bet on sports at all or you're interested in betting on sports, we're just not there yet. Uh, Maybe it'll be a couple weeks. Maybe. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.